few times, the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another amazing episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this incredible duo. My name is Steve. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, everybody. How's it going? What's happening? Hope everyone's having a wonderful afternoon, morning, or evening, as Steve puts it. What's going on? My name is Dan, and welcome to Heroes of Noise, episode 94, ladies and gentlemen. Do this shit. How are you doing, Dan? Are you okay this wonderful morning? Uh, was that convincing? I was trying to be convincing right there. Like, I really... It sounds good. Like, I wanted to be here, man, but <clears throat> I lost it, like, midway through that. I mean, I, you really... I, I think that you... You gave it your all. It's early. People don't yeah. know it's early, but you sound really enthusiastic. This guy tells me, he goes, uh, hey, uh, so I have to do this at 1030 tomorrow. Okay, fine. Yeah. I get off late. I know you get off late, but, uh, uh, you know, 1030 will work. Calls me at 930. I'm up. So, okay, well, let me just drop everything yeah. I'm doing for you, Steve. I went to bed at six in the morning, dude. That's your fault. I don't know why you do I that. I know. Because my body won't let me do anything else. Especially if I know I have to wake up early and I'm trying to force myself to sleep. My body's like, wrong, wrong. <laughs> so I don't know what else to do. You know what my body won't let me stop doing? What? Being funky fresh. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, funky fresh fat dope. That's P-H-A-T, Damn. ladies and gentlemen, for all you hip hop scholars out there. <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm sorry. All right, we all started off rough. I'm, I'm no, ready. but you know what, dude? No, here's the thing. I'm ready. Look, I your show, your episode last night. There were, I mean, you had some, you had some hits over there, bro. Spinning the some hits. of them I did not know. I did not know. Spinning the hits. What is it, Radio Danathan? All we hear is. <laughs> to make it like a dub dub station and just be all like, Radio Danathan. I like it. Or something like that. I like it. Here's the thing, dude. You you spun everything from hip hop to like David Lee Roth, dude. Yeah. How do you look at how I fit in a little bit of Eat 'em and Smile? Did you, okay, what did you recognize from that? I recognize hold on, let me go through it. Um, let me open it. It's Patreon stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Never you mind if you're not subscribing. You should. But if you don't, I, never you I mind. I recognized uh Run the Jewels, things that I used to do, the funkiest. I did not recognize Thank You Scientist. I didn't know who the crap that was. Did not recognize David Lee Roth. Did not recognize Damn. Joe Jackson. Did Damn. not recognize Cohe. I know who Coheed and Cambria is, but I did not recognize that song. Your shit is weak uh, right now, Hudson. Weak. Oingo, Oingo Boingo. Of course I didn't recognize that. Of course. And Faith No More I didn't recognize. Damn. Shit is weak. But I recognize the important ones, though. Uh, you see? You see what you did there? <laughs> Whatever I don't understand, I shun. Hi, I'm Steve <laughs> Hudson. Look, oh, you know, I'm close to shunning Killer Mike. Don't, we're not doing it. We're not doing it today. Oh, hey, can I borrow Here's your soapbox for a second? I gotta, <laughs> hang a, I gotta hang a fucking picture on the wall real quick. <laughs> gotta look over the fence. Talk to my neighbor. Can I borrow that, Steve? You know, speaking of a soapbox, tag on it, Dan. You didn't put me on the thing. I have a new rule for 2020. Go ahead. People, and this is for all y'all. People, new rule is you can, oh, if you come back from a marvelous trip, 
You come back from a weekend that you've done things. You come back from a family vacation. You come back from whatever the crap weekend you had. You are only allowed to hold me and let me see two of your phone pictures. After that, the other person has to either ask to keep on looking or you have to be like, that's it. You cannot hold me hostage. You get this a lot? Looking through every picture of the whole. Hey, you know what else? We did this and then this. Mm -hmm. I don't care. And most of us don't. Do you get this a we lot don't. or something? Yes, G. See what happens? Hey, Steve, See, check out what I do now, with a weekend. This is your thing, though. See, you have to understand. I'm just I'm going to listen to what you have to say, but you have to understand that you're bringing this on yourself because you're always asking questions about everybody. How are you doing? Tell me about oh, you're you. right, dude. This is your it's fault. Cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't If you don't want to know, don't ask. I, but, dude, sometimes... I look if at my I'm watch like, that's non-existent. Hey, what's up? And I'll just look down at my wrist and keep walking. <laughs> so you don't ever say, what did you do this weekend? No, that's a deadly question. <laughs> you got to give a fuck, first of all. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Why'd you do this weekend? Well, you know, we and I, okay, next thing. See, that's what I need to, you, I thought I was safe being just, it's, it, dude, 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 dude. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm saying for myself, I wouldn't feel comfortable showing more than three. I just wouldn't. Because I'm like, don't you have something else to do? Sometimes people will be like, hey, can I, you want to see these pictures? And I'll be like, uh, yeah, in a second. And then I just never get back to them. That is, but you also have a very important job. That's see. That's the thing is, it usually only happens at work, <laughs> so I can just be like, Same with, "Oh, I'll, I'll squint at my screen like something's happening." <laughs> hold on, hold on, man. I'm really in thought right now. Hold up a second. I'll get back to Gee. you. And then I just went, "Ah, oh, the day got away from me, man." Sorry. I've had strangers do this. What? Now why? Why would you have strangers? I don't know, bro. So you're just saying you're you're sitting there. In line, you're standing in line, right? You got your coconut water, maybe a, a cashier's <laughs> check. <laughs> Something like yeah. that. Something, you know, uh -huh. I don't know. Uh, perhaps at Target. Perhaps you're picking up a, a, a hamper or something like that. Yeah. You're mm -hmm. standing there. And you're saying that someone just turns around and goes, well, hello there, good sir. Look at these pictures of my family that you care nothing about. Well, no. It's normally I make conversation. There it is. See? That's what I was getting to. Stop being so friendly all the time. But who then all of a sudden been like, you know what? Let me open my personal device and show you some people that you don't know. Because, okay. First of all, there's no way in hell this is happening without you triggering them to do this. Whatever it is you're saying to them is what's doing this. But quit acting fake involved like you give a shit. I'm not saying you're fake. I'm just saying oh, you can't be this way with... Okay, it is, right? It's, it is. Yes. You said it from the, from the horse's mouth. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, I do that a lot. Yeah. Like, oh, or be like, yeah, I have... You know what? You know, did you know if, you, once if, hit, you once hit Gail with a holy cow? Did I really? She was talking to you. You went, holy cow. And I went, look at this motherfucker code switching right now. Oh, for sure, G. Holy cow. Like, he walked, you walked away. I'm like, he never says that. <laughs> <laughs> I do say, oh, sniff, though, often. You do And I think that. that's worse than holy cow. No, nothing's worse than holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> what, is that, what does that even mean? Where, holy you, cow. When do you use that appropriately? Like, where'd it come from? I'm imagining it was because people used to worship animals. Yeah, Gee, I know. that's such I, a reach. I, I, was, I know. I knew you were going to go down the though. biblical. It's I, a reach. I don't know. I know. False prophets and such. I was just trying to go somewhere with it, and you fucked it up, Steve. <laughs> I'm sorry. I get, I get it. The golden fucking... I get it. But you, Fuck. Oh, my God. That is so funny. Now, y'all want to hear a real show? Go to Patreon. 
and uh, listen to my solo stuff. No, I'm just it's so good. I'm it's so it. fantastic. Dude. No, I'm, I'm dead serious. With you, dude. Only kidding. But you, you know, here's the thing. I'm gonna start act. I'm gonna stop acting. But also, it. I'm sure there's other people listening to this. Be like, sometimes I don't even act interested, and the person from work comes in and be like, "Look what I did this week." Yeah, that happens a lot. That happens to me a whole bunch. That's the only way it happens to me, actually, because I will never put myself in the situation where, like, let's see, who do I? Hmm. Got to be careful about this. <laughs> yes, you do. Very, very. Just say hypothetical person there's just a few people no, i'll just say this there's just a few people in my life be it work or out you know home not home like my family doesn't count of course but like you know personal life or business life there's only a few people that i truly want to know every detail of your life or what's been going on with you and there's some people i genuinely do but there's just a whole bunch of people that go hey you know that stuff you didn't ask here you go here's some information dude. you don't need dude oh and also dan i wanted to hear your opinion mm-hmm so a person comes up and is like, hey, have you seen that YouTube video? And you're like, no. How much of it should they be showing you before you're able? How much are you watching before you walk? Zero. <laughs> I don't fucking ask to see your video. It happens to me all the time. <laughs> have you seen that YouTube video? Oh, it's so funny. Check it out. You're like, I hate when you're like, when they're okay, here's what they do. First step, did you see it? You say no. Next step is they try to explain it and then they cut themselves off and be like, no, 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 you just got to, you're like, oh. <laughs> like Ben, Ben is like the fastest gun in the West with that shit. He's like, why? <laughs> Have you seen this? No. I'm like, I'm taking a shit, bro. Can I, can you wait a second? But you know, <laughs> will you watch he slides his? it, slides it under the fucking bathroom door. Like it's a fax machine or some shit. All slow. Shh. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I have to. Now, that's an interesting thing. Why is that? I don't know. Like, I feel rude. There's just certain, again, <laughs> see, it's a, it's, a, it's a protocol thing. Like, right? But see, but here's the deal. It's different when you know people. Even if I don't care, I feel like I have to simulate caring. But, like, grocery line people, that's your fault. Okay, so if one of, say, a buddy at work, a friend that you're cool with, this person, he or she, comes up and was like, I gotta show you this video. You're gonna you're going to entertain this. It just really depends. Sometimes I'll be like, Yeah, again, I'll just use the oh, you know what? Yeah, let me check that out in just a little bit. And then the day will get away from me, so to speak. Good. That's a better because it all I'm saying is the new rule should be, are you interested in this video? And you should be okay with whatever answer you get, and it should not affect your friendship. Well, I was gonna say that I also sometimes go with I'm good. <laughs> that is such and they cannot you should you before you show people pictures of yeah, your weekend yeah do the favor of are you interested in seeing pictures and if they say no be okay with that but yeah. do not just show them but see that that's like a rhetorical question am i using that correctly are you interested yes. no no i'm not <laughs> 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 but it's gonna make them think oh we're not as close as i thought we were bingo <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the party. Sir. We are now in the same relationship. Yes. We finally caught up. See, isn't this more comfortable? Now dude. you know, I know. Going forward, oh, this dude. is going to be great. That is, you know what? I'm going to, oh man, who do I try that on? <laughs> the next, it would have to be a person in, in Tarjay's line. Yeah, try it out on a stranger first. But they wouldn't ask me if I'm interested. I would just have to be like, Steve, you're going to be a douche today. And if they're like, oh, let me show you a picture of my, I'm like, no, I'm not really interested. Anyway, have a good day. All right. 
Make a hang loose sign, bro. You know what a hang loose sign is? Isn't it with the thumb and the pinky? Yes, make that sign. You yes. got it? Are you making it? Yes. Okay, so now, like, someone's talking to you, and they, and they do this whole, so, pictures. All you have to do is with that hang loose sign is make this sound at the same time while you're bringing it up to your, just go, put it up to your ear and be like, hello? And then point your finger at him, like, hold on a second. And then just turn around and walk the fuck away. Oh, that, that, so no phone. No phone. <laughs> no phone. <laughs> and then I also lose my place in line. Hello? Oh, I'm sorry. I have to take this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Have a good day. <laughs> They'd be like, wait, what is happening right the now? The person behind you, hey, uh, they have some pictures they want you to see. Yeah, hey, hey. Oh, what in the, my luck, they'll be waiting for me. Hey, are you off that hand phone? Check it out, man. These things are hilarious. God damn it. It's a busy day. <laughs> I'm really sorry. This thing is ringing off the hook. <laughs> Gee. Grouchy old bastard. If you do, can you just do that once for me then for people, someone at work and just be like, I'm not interested and tell me how it goes. At work? No, can't do that at work. It's a small place. You've seen the, the, the area I operate in. But what are they, what's the worst they could do? Make it quiet for the next eight hours and awkward. Yeah, you like quiet. I don't like awkward quiet. Oh, and it would, would I, there are the few people that would make it super awkward for you. Yeah, for sure. And they'd be like hurt. Like it wouldn't be them trying to whatever. They'd be gen- genuinely hurt, bro. I might get like from one person, I might get fine, then I'll just never show you a picture ever again. Oh, cool. Dude, I, know ex- I know. Subscribe. <laughs> yes, be like, how do I get that podcast? Can I get that shit in writing? <laughs> <laughs> Gee, that's all. That's my rule. I I just think people should stop showing pictures. You took them for yourself, or did you take them for other people? Like I think the worst ones are the kids. Look at my kids, because uh, I get it. Like I've been there. I remember looking at pictures of my kids. You know, it was like it wasn't on the phone, but I'm like, damn, I just rob them. Keep these with me. Remember when before you had the phone and you just have to? <laughs> you, oh, dude, you just had the envelope with you. <laughs> oh, dude. Have you so, seen I like these? a million. Have uh, you seen I these pictures? Who... No, because I, you've never showed them to me before. Oh well, get ready. Here, here she is. This is her. This is her first birthday. Oh look, she's got the cake. She, oh, we got her, her own little cake, and she just look at it. She's got her fingers in it. Look at this one. Yeah, her fingers are still in it. Mm-hmm, oh. Okay. Look at this one. Yeah, it's the same <laughs> fucking picture at this point. Gee, and, and, like, and I had a birthday. A t- I had a birthday looking at these damn pictures. But it, it used to be they'd have to come to your house, actually ask for the photo album, and then go through it to show their. They would go through it. Now that's a weird thing. Huh? Do you have any photo albums? Yes, oh, I, I, uh, I do. Hold on, I'll be right back. That's weird, dude. We should stop this. We should really, legitimately, folks, just chill on it because, like, when someone's like, "Oh, you want to see my kids?" I'm like, I-, "I have one because I didn't want more than one, meaning I don't want to see yours." I didn't want to put an S on the end of kids. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I had a child. Duh. Here, look at here's here's Billy. He's he's up. He's this is first day of T ball. Look, oh, yeah. yeah, and he sucked, didn't he? Yeah, fuck your kid. I feel like your kid looks super <laughs> annoying, dude. Your kid looks like an asshole. You, but you know what? Everybody, let me take let me tell you something. Dan is way nicer than he's making himself out to be. Am I coming phone. off bad? <laughs> no, I'm telling you, like, what you would actually do if someone wanted to show you the picture. I mean, these are Between jokes. Dan and I, yeah. I am way more likely to walk That's not than true. Dan will that is ever walk. Dan, Dan. You are not more likely to walk. Your ass will stay there and talk for an hour. I if will ghost I'm you. I'm interested. I will ghost you straight up. That's not well, true, I gotta go. Man. Gotta go. It's Dan, it's Dan. True. It's true. That's not true. Last night I was at the pharmacy. 
All right, went to the pharmacy and uh, it was during work hours, you know? So I asked for my medication and they're like, I can get this for you in like five minutes. It's just gonna take me time. And there was no one around. So the lady's like, you can just hang out right here and we'll get it for you in five minutes. I'm like, you know, I got another exam. <laughs> it just went back. Really? Yeah, because I just want to be like, here's the money. Thanks, bye. Wait, but 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 you you walk. But I'm saying if someone, if a person uh -huh. walks up to both of us yeah. separately and says, hey, I got these pictures I want to show you. I am more likely to be like, I got a dip than you would. No, <laughs> that's not true. Honestly, Damn. I swear, dude, I'll be like, you know what? Let me look at those a little bit later. And then I just won't come back to it. That's my go to line. <laughs> You mind if I look at those a little bit later? Even if you're not busy. You know what? No, seriously. Huh. Because I think it's good to establish boundaries. You know okay. what I mean? Like it shouldn't okay. just be like there should not just be this whole thing of, oh, there's a there's a person who's doing nothing. Let me just go and drop all my shit on them and just make them look at That's it right true. this second. You shouldn't have that. There should be a would you like to see these pictures? Ah can't right now. I can't do it. Oh, okay. And that's how it should work. And that, but you, okay, that's what I say, but then you have told me that I'm way, the boundaries are ridiculous. What do you mean? Like I say, I will not drop a deuce in someone's house because that should be a setup of boundaries. Yeah, but all of your boundaries are all premeditated boundaries. How, okay, please. All I'm, boundaries are too. I don't want to go to the party, so I'm not going to show up at the party. I don't want to go to yeah. Chicago. So I'm not going to go oh, to Chicago. Lord, here we go. It's things like that. You know? <laughs> no. Boundaries. My boundaries no, 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 seriously, are. Like, I, think about that. Like you, you, I'm saying you, you set yourself up to like, well, I'm not going to do this. So I'm not going to do it. I won't be there for whatever this thing is. Yeah, but that's not a boundary. It's sure. like when, when I say boundaries, I'm like, I don't think people should be doing that around other people until a certain point. Showing pictures is a boundary you shouldn't cross until you know me really, really well. And even then, by the time you know me well, you wouldn't do that. Are you saying that you have uh, strong boundaries? Yes. You think you have strong? No, I don't think. See, that's the thing. I don't. Not in a personal setting. That's what I'm. No, no, at. no, not at all. I know. Yeah. So, like, what I'm saying is, you're you're establishing boundaries by not putting yourself in situations. You are putting a boundary oh, between yourself. And I will pre-boundary you. Yeah, you're premeditating oh. your boundary. Interesting. I you never know? thought about that. Yeah, I'm it's like, I don't want to do these things, so I'm just going to not do them. It's that simple. Can't get me out of I, my house, I did not, so I'm yeah, not going to do true. that. But that's if true. someone's, hey, Steve, do you want... Yes, I do. Holy cow! <laughs> I say holy cow. I think I do say that. I don't know if I... Truthfully, I'm sure I've said it other than around Gale, but I just don't remember when. <laughs> You're like, oh, hey, nice to meet you, and you walked away, and we both looked at each other and just mouthed. <laughs> gee i i think yeah yeah you know what you're right i pre-boundary my i think i'm gonna try to post boundary myself where i go places and someone tries to enter a certain boundary i'm like nah i'm good and just be that guy like that whole that was what that whole what do you do for a living thing was that's a boundary i'm like you were telling me you were asking me one of the most personal questions you could ask somebody and i should just be like eh. you know your shirt that says nah rosa parks yes you should just put a piece of masking tape underneath it when you're out and be like, and me too. Dude, seriously. You mm -hmm. know what I should do? I should make a shirt that says, I don't care. I don't want to see pictures of your kids. <laughs> Fuck your kids. That's what your <laughs> shirt should say. <laughs> Boy, am I a nice guy. And it... <laughs> For real, we should totally make a picture, a Heroes of Dory picture. They're like, we don't care about pictures of your kids. Zero fucks. None. 
Because <laughs> I know neither of us do. Some people do. I just haven't met. I don't know if any of my acquaintances care at all. You know what you could do? Hmm. I just thought of something. You could do this. Steve, do you want to see a picture of my daughter? Sure. Here she is. This is her, her sixth birthday. Damn, she hot. And just hand the picture back. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Next thing you know, I get a knock on the door. Mr. Hudson, we talked to you for a second. Also, I would probably say, oh, no, I guess no would be the most awkward. Like, no, I don't really want to see it. Or does she look different than any other six-year-old that I've seen? Like, does she have a third arm? <laughs> then no. I could imagine what your daughter looks like. Did I give you the impression that I wanted to see pictures? Do exactly. I look? Is she adopted? Do Otherwise, I, I think she looks like you and her husband. Yeah. What impression did I give you? <laughs> you oh, I, you think we're closer than we are. Did I look curious or something like that? I, did I look like I was needing some information? I'm sitting here reading a magazine. Do people still do that? People still read magazines, right? Oh, for sure. Uh, people, When's the last time you bought a magazine? Oh, dude, come on. That has been, oh my God. I was, you know what? The last time I bought a magazine was because some kids came up and they were doing some sort of, uh, the years ago, they used to do fundraisers where you subscribe to magazines. They go door to door, and then you just were like, you can pick two magazines to subscribe to, and percentage of it goes to our school or whatever the crap. And I'd get like, uh, what was it, wired. And like, I'd read the first like thing. I'm like, oh, this is really interesting. And then they would just pile up. Yep. That's how magazines work. <laughs> That's yes, how they, work. they just The only pile way they don't up. work like that is if you buy the magazine at a store. Because now you That's want it. it. Like, oh, I'm going to read that magazine for this article That's or whatever. It. But yeah, when they're just coming, I I've wasted so many subscriptions. Even digitally, I don't even read them. Well, any subscription service is betting on you not reading everything. Most of them. They're like, we just want you to keep this. Even gym membership. If everyone that, went, that uh, you know, had a gym membership went to the gym, no one would be able to get on anything. They bet on you not going. I feel attacked right now, Steve. You've been going. Didn't you say you were going? <laughs> Where, like, as I plan to. Oh. Well, right now, what my excuse would be if anyone was to ask would be like, you know what? I'm waiting for all these posers to get out of there. I always like to dude. wait a couple of weeks after the first. <laughs> oh, dude, it's bad right now. Yeah, all this new year, new me bullshit. It's, I'm not having it, Jack. Dude, yeah, it's pretty bad. Dude, I, I'm, dude, my body is falling apart, by the way, man. Your body is a wonderland, Steve. Aww. <laughs> What's going on, man? What's wrong with your body? Thank you. Nothing. I've just... I, rides I, are broken? No, no. My, like, bad... Uh, like, it's just... You got a tickle in your shveen? What's going on? It's... I can't... It's, it's just... I could tell that lifting heavy is different for me now. Your balls are shrinking up, huh? That's what's happening. Mm, I'm steroids, Maybe I'll go for some... I might go for some... Uh, I heard you can get, like, growth hormone... Uh, um, you know, treatment into your screen or just in general, No, just in general, like HGH, man, I wouldn't mess with that stuff. If I were you, nah, nah, I know Joe Rogan looks way different now. All red. Yeah. His like head is different. His body's different. <laughs> he's crazy. He's just, huh? <laughs> he looks different. G. It looks like a different human from news radio or whatever. I'm like, that doesn't look like the same. Human nah, being, he's all redded out, dude. Something. He's just, you want yeah, to talk but, about supplements? Let's talk about supplements on my show for the first six you that, hours. Gee, that's a, he was the first person I ever heard use the word nootropics. I didn't even know what that meant until Joe Rogan. Quite frankly, I think he's making the word up. It might be, dude. I, it might be, because I, I recently, uh, okay, so this is a whole different thing. 
I, I recently got Audible. And uh, so I've been listening to, instead of podcasts, I've been listening to books lately. No, oh, we got ourselves a cultured guy here listening oh, to his dude, audio books. I've learned a million things. Uh, I mean, but I've all, but this one, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a doctor named Catherine Price, and she broke down the insanity of vitamins. She studied vitamins, and dude, we are putting stuff into our bodies that we just don't really need or 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 we don't because we've been we've been you know marketed to better yet and we're we're putting stuff into our bodies that we just pee out because half these supplements that they give that your liver can't break them down that's what she was like she said hey when you hear vitamin that's different from supplement and that's different from minerals when you go to the vitamin shop most of those are supplements i was like i did not know that because it says vitamin shop. She's like, I know. So you assume you walk in. She's like, if I wasn't a doctor, I would think the same thing. You guys are being marketed to. And so I think a lot of these things, even though HJH, they do say you're like, I know your testosterone goes down and you can have testosterone treatment, but I don't know if you're supposed to. I think your body naturally is like, yeah, there's a reason we stop making a lot of testosterone once you hit a certain age. And if you counteract that with, nope, we're going to make it. I isn't shouldn't there be some side effect to it? Your body doesn't want fifty year old men cruising for chicks. Yeah, maybe that's the only reason, G. I doubt it. We've evolved to for some reason we evolved to not produce as much testosterone. For some reason, but I would I wouldn't. Would you get a, a testosterone treatment if I needed it? But you only need it. But the but doctor won't check your testosterone level. You have to go to like. You have to ask for it specifically. Have you asked for it? Yeah, if you go to get a physical, they'll check your testosterone level. I don't think they, I've heard they don't. That's not an automatic test. Guess what, buddy? You're in your 40s now. That shit's automatic. Well, I'm going to go get, I think I'm going to go get some. I'm literally open to all these things. Who knows? You think that you need testosterone? Yeah. You don't need Why testosterone. Why not? And then I could be like HGH. You know how much weight I'd probably be lifting on my body in the gym? They'd be like, what happened to Steve? <laughs> Jesus. Just always got to get that good pump, bro. Yes. Be like, come on, man. Let's go. Like, did he always walk around in, uh, you know, no shirt? Every time I walk into the gym, I just... Uh, fucking Steve's here. <laughs> Steve's here Gee. lifting weights. Bruh, I, I think I would... Uh, I'm at least going to get tested just to make sure. Tested? I see what they did there. I'm just going to get tested and, and make sure that uh, I have my testosterone in the right level. You're going to go test your osterone? Dude, that, is, that was way more clever. No, it really wasn't. I don't think you need it, dude. Seriously, I don't think you need it. But it's, I mean, it's possible. I mean, I feel very alpha, but yeah. you can never feel less alpha, though. It hasn't killed you know, your debating skills. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. You know what? I've, I've also been way more confrontational in the last year and a half. Like, if someone says something instead of me being like, yeah, that's real. I'm like, I don't agree with that. Where did you find that? Where did you read that at? Who told you that? Yeah, you know what? You have. I think we have it on audio. <laughs> Seriously. I'm not even like being like, I really think you can hear where you started getting a little more aggressive. Because it's like people will. The only way you learn is to ask a question. Otherwise, folks, you're just going to take some nonsense and then repeat it to someone else who may not know any better. And then they'll repeat it. Instead of just stopping it at the gate and be like, where did you hear that? Oh, I've heard it from a, let me tell you something. One thing Facebook has shown me is how dumb a lot of the people that I know are. Because they'll send me, did you hear about this? 
I'll be like, oh my gosh, monkeys fly from monkeys.com.australia.org.net. That shit's from the onion. You know that, right? (laughs) (laughs) I love it when people post onion articles and they're like, oh my God, I didn't know this was happening. Dude, does that that make you think less of the people you follow? Uh, Facebook makes me think less of the people I follow. Way, like when they send a... For me, it's like, skip where you got this ridiculous and the actual website. Skip the web address that looks ridiculous. Do you think that that would just make news if that were true? Oh my gosh, Parasite found to be walking and driving a car. I'm like, you, you, you don't think that'd make the news? You really just, don't just think look so? Look down. You see where it says sponsored? <laughs> <laughs> Move along, dude. It worries me, and so I'm like, oh, which made me realize I'm like a lot of the people who have high end jobs. They're not as smart as you think. They're really not. They're good test takers, but they're just not common sense smart. And yeah, that works. They can memorize a whole bunch of shit. That is it, dude. And it's it's a scary thing. And a few people on, on Facebook, I just don't interact with anymore. Like if they're like, hey, how's your day? I'm like, oh, I remember that dumb crap you posted. No, your dumbness is not going to rub off on me. I'm sorry to break the news to you. Have you seen those pictures of... Uh... I'm not looking at your pictures of you and McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. And it's like supposed to be a Jesus. Have you seen that before? I have not. Well, there's just a picture of Obi-Wan Kenobi and someone decided to make that a meme. Right. So oh. this happens like this happened. This is a real thing that happened. Like it'll, it'll just say like, you know, uh, share if you love Jesus. <laughs> and, and Are like, you kidding and me? My aunts fall for that shit all the time on my dad's side. They constantly fall for it. Oh, are they like super Catholic or super or religious? Christian? Yeah, but they're oh. like that's that's you and McGregor. That's Obi Wan Kenobi. My aunt got so mad at me one time. Don't make fun of me. And my cousin got involved on there. It was like this whole thing. Oh, thing. wait a minute! You're like, what did my they cousin's say? like? You know, hey, aunt, so and so. Like that is you and like she just defended me. Like chill out. That's you and McGregor. Don't repost everything. So funny. But then again, it might all the other pictures of Jesus might as well be you and McGregor. At least one. Of, oh man, I'm not going to do this. Look at you. You can't help yourself. I'm not do this today. Go ahead. We Go ahead. know you and McGregor is an actor that 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 walk. Okay. Anyway. So no, no, please come on. You got first of all, listen. If you, you're killing me with the, I can't do this today. You'll say something. I can't do this today. You're killing me. No. With okay. Shit. Here's the thing. We here's what I do know about a picture of you and McGregor, without a doubt. That he is a person that walks around right now. I know this. Without a doubt. So uh-huh. any picture you see of Jesus, it might it's less likely than a Ewan McGregor. Because you don't know what he looked like. You just don't. You just literally drew a picture and was like, that is my representation. I could put Pootsie Collins up and be like, that's my representation of Jesus. Because... You're just imagining what he might have looked like having never seen a picture. I bet you Jesus was ugly. I'll be real with it. I bet you he was. Well, they said he was a plain looking individual. And if you'd walk over, if you walk around, he said he was nothing to look at. Bet you he had halitosis. All of them did. That's true. (laughs) When he brushed their teeth. (laughs) Well, I don't. But then again. Yeah. You know that kind of funk where like it it, it can clear a room? Like it's palpable? the gym? Yes. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Oh, How about yes, those dude. dudes that wear cologne at the gym? Dog, what? No, no, no. It's not just, now it's everyone. 
a guy walks by and he's a super cool cat, but he walks by me and I'm just like, every day it's a different cologne. This is a, and he actually works out. I can't even clown the guy, but I'm just like, no one's here for that, G. I mean, you're not going to get play. Maybe you will. I don't know. Come on, don't sell but, yourself short. You can always clown somebody. Always. Well, I could clown him if he wasn't working out. He was working out and he does the cologne thing. But I'm just like, no one's going to like give you play, though. Not the women at this hour. Like, I don't understand this. What is it with cologne and, and people not knowing that they have too much on it? I know this is like, this seems like some old school LA comedian shit. These questions, well, what, what's the deal? You know, <laughs> very what's Seinfeld. No, but seriously, like, what is that? Like, how do you not know that you have too much cologne on? Um, because your, your, your nose gets desensitized Fair to enough. the smell of your specific Fair enough. cologne. Yes. But at the same time, when you're going, oh, that's ridiculous. Like there was this you're- dude at the store yesterday. He was an older guy and he was, uh, he was with his wife. And they were lovely people. You know, I, I saw them. They were like laughing and smiling and shopping together and everything like that. Didn't pay him any mind. He just happened to get in line behind me. And I mean, I literally could not breathe anything but his cologne. It was crazy. Like everyone started making it. How do you not know that? You know, you're in the car. Does your wife not tell you? She's desensitized too. Maybe, man. I don't know. It's a lot. It goes the other way too with people that have BO or they can't tell. That's probably a desensitization too. Oh my, my nostrils don't work. Really? Is it the fact that maybe you haven't put on deodorant in a year? Maybe that's why. That's true. That's true. But you know, some people, I have met people who don't need it. It's quite crazy. Yeah, but that's few and far between. Yeah, it's very rare, but I have met a few. uh, I was like, or you don't, I was like, you just walk around with a tank top? What kind of deodorant you wear? And she was like, oh, I don't wear deodorant. And I was like, she never smells bad. It's very strange. I've met like three people like that. Hmm. Me, I will smell like onions within a second and a half. Raw onions. <laughs> raw onions, <laughs> bro. And raw, so I ha- raw. Now, raw, raw. <laughs> That's funny. But uh, I think for me, you gotta, you, even since your nose gets desensitized, you have to know exactly how many sprays to put. Regardless of if you smell it or not, you just got to spray whatever exact amount every day and do not change it thinking you can't smell it anymore. That's the secret. That's what I do, at least. Like, you think if someone, if you sit down next to somebody and they go, hey, you smell good. Do you think they're being serious about that or do you think you have put on too much cologne? No, I normally get the, uh, what are you wearing? I want to buy it for my husband thing. Mm, I know that line. And I'm just like, I won't tell you because I don't want somebody else walking around smelling like, you bit oi! So I don't tell them. I remember I went to the Starbucks one time. I used to, it's not there anymore, but on my way to work, I would stop at this one Starbucks all the time. And I walked in and this girl's like, my boyfriend had that cologne. We broke up. And then like every day after that, I'd walk in and I guess that smell, she really associated with her boyfriend because she was not having a good time. So I was always Mm -hmm. having to catch the shit of her ex-boyfriend because I smelled like him. That's unfortunate. Well, you know, it's funny because there are scents do bring memories. Like I know, like when women pass me, I know, I remember who wore certain perfumes or like bath and body uh, scents. I'll be like, oh, such and such used to wear that. 
It's amazing. Or like sometimes people will smell like Gail, you know, whatever oil or, or perfume she has on, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, that's like, yeah, I know what you mean. You're like, ah, that smells like home. Is Gail a big perfume wearer? Uh, I mean, yeah, she likes to smell good, but she doesn't have like rows and rows of it or anything in the she bathroom. She does smell good. You know, hey, mind your business now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, she does. She always smells good. She's like a flower. And she dresses well. She's like a little, like a little well-dressed flower, Steve. <laughs> Are you just going to keep the more compliments I give her, you're just going to add, gonna add, add them all together. <laughs> partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> um, Dan, before we get into our regular show. Yes, sir. I have a surprise for you. I forgot that we had a regular show. What's the surprise? But I'm going to tell you after you do the contact. Oh, you keeping me waiting. <laughs> Keep you hanging on. I gotta keep my eye on you, buddy. Hey, you. Hi. This is. Oh, I'm only doing this so I could get to the find out what is at the end of this. Like, what am I gonna find out? He has a surprise for me. What is it? I don't know. I better hurry up and get this. What is up, everybody? My name is Dan, and welcome to the Heroes of Noise podcast. Should you want to get a hold of us, hit us up at Heroes of Noise podcast at gmail.com. That is Heroes of Noise podcast at gmail.com. We're all over Twitter. We're saying stupid shit all day long, retweeting and little memes and gifs and all that kind of stuff, man. Uh, we don't do any of that, uh, hey, look at this this dead dog. We, we're not going to hit you with anything like that. We always do stuff like good stuff, positive stuff, sarcastic stuff. I'm more a little more sarcastic. But anyway, you can find all this out at Heroes of Noise. That's where you get us. Myself, you can reach me at Dan Q Public. That is Dan, letter Q, and then a public. And then Steve at S-E underscore Hudson Music find it all baby all of it it's gonna get better pretty soon too because i'm still soliciting if you guys know anyone that is a website builder hit me up all right at the above you know here's a noise podcast email.com the above mentioned stuff the affirmation oh fuck now i messed up anyway ladies and gentlemen websites that's what i need www.heroesofnoise.com go there right now can you do better then hit me up because i need you all right we'll talk later other than that let's get i, I can't i'm distracted now because I have a feeling I'm going to be incredibly disappointed when I turn off this music right now, but he's about to surprise me, so let's figure out what it is. Let's turn it back over to Steve Hudson. Dan? Hit me, man. Come on. That was build-up. How would you like to play a game? Ooh, that is a surprise. <laughs> that is a great question, Steve. How would you like to play a quiz, sir? I would absolutely love to play a quiz. That's awesome. I was not expecting that. See, this was good. I'm glad that I screwed up my my uh, you know my contact info because I really was like, what is it? I felt like oh, Grover. Yeah. There's a monster at the end of this book. <laughs> I, wanted <to> know. <laughs> I wanted to know what it is. So yes, hit me with the quiz. We do have things to talk about though. Is this a long oh, quiz? Oh, for sure. No, no, no. All right, let's do it. This is a quick quiz of Shakespeare the title. Oh, Shakespeare the title. Okay. All right, I remember. And it one. is a rock version. Okay. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Shakespeare the title is when I make a freaking title entirely more difficult than it really has to be using the scientific words, and Dan has to figure out what on earth this could possibly be. So ladies and gentlemen, let's start with Metallica, shall we? Mm-hmm. Two from each. All right. This, this is a song from Metallica. Agriculturalists of Melancholy. Oh, come on, man. Really? <laughs> Go ahead. Do you want me to put the the? You want me to like simulate some? You want me to put handle some it, Jeopardy handle it, some me, Jeopardy music or something like that? Handle it, yes, sir. That would be Harvester of Sorrow. Look at this guy. After okay. this, Steve. After this one, I, I request. Can I make a request real quick? Can Go. we do a 2020 moratorium on Metallica? Yes. 
No more Metallica. No, 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 no. Not can't. a drop. I don't think we can. Unless like one of them dies or something like that. God That's forbid. what I'm saying. And I also still I still can't think. Because what if I accidentally stumble on a, to an album that I'm just like, this album's good. <laughs> just text me. It happens. <laughs> it does happen, G. And I'll be like, you know what's dope? Like recently I started listening to Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And I'm like, huh, these guys. Who knew? Who knew these guys? That Judy does got blue eyes. I'm like, hey, we should teach our children well. (laughs) We do got to get ourselves back from the garden. We are fire. We are million-year-old carbon. Okay, you get it. Oh, dude, that's such a good song. Woodstock. Mm -hmm. Dope. Anyway, all right. Anyway, do you know who originally sung that song? No. Joni Mitchell. Yeah, they took it from her, and they redid it. It's really good. Anyway, back to the thing. You know how I dive into people. When I get into so, Dan knows. When I get into a group, I'm all of a sudden in there freaking, anyway. Splash. Um, So, second one. Expendable Demigod. Uh Disposable Heroes. This fool. This fool. Ooh. Telling you, we gotta put we gotta put him away for a while. Maybe I'll forget. Okay, what about Iron Maiden? You want to do some Iron Maiden? Fucking a, come on. Innocuous banishment. Oh, I'm not even in the zone. Hold on, hold on. Innocuous banishment. Yes. Oh, this is gonna be so stupid. I'm like, oh my god. Uh, It's so stupid, I can't think of it. What is someone, it? someone is banging their head on the radio right now. I'm sure, with good reason, too, but you <laughs> threw me. I'm, I'm actually surprised. Uh, innocu- it's not coming to me, man. Innocent Exile. Oh, okay. Not a great song. Oh, it's not? Nah. Okay. But you knew it. Yeah, but it just depends off what album you're pulling. If you're pulling anything off of, like, Virtual Eleven, forget it. I just put from, I was like, he's not going to know anything from, like, 2000-something. The newer stuff, you'll probably get me. Oh, no. Yeah, that's why I said I'm not going to pull anything from new. Okay. I'm only going. Okay. Expedition considering combustion. (laughs) (laughs) These are are hard. (laughs) (laughs) What is it again? Expedition considering combustion. As in, they're on an expedition for combustion. Quest for fire? There it is. Nicely done, sir. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say, and? I don't know. I should, know these. I should be a little quicker with these. I'm a little disappointed. No, not at all, G. Not at all. That was, okay. Here. Hard on myself, Steve. I don't know what to tell you. Now, the last one mm-hmm. is Tool. Okay. All right. Tertiary Peeper. <laughs> Um, third eye that's it yeah 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 gonna go see Tool this week baby can't wait (laughs) last one Bastille Coition oh I don't know okay Uh, prison sex Bastille (laughs) Coition you ever heard that song before prison sex Steve no I have not you know what man honestly they got some weird titles and shit I really I'm telling you you should take a deep dive into Tool man you should. You like talented. You like talented musicians, oh, and I, I believe I would appreciate them. Would it 
tickle my fancy like other people you've you've hit me to or not I, I, I don't know i just think there's they're a band that you can truly geek out on if you're a musician okay can i ask you let me ask you a question yeah and then we're done with music what is the deal with no videos of the live toy toys like are they purposely not releasing a live version of toys oh, oh you're talking about Kohi and Carrie. Uh, yeah they haven't played it live what the can't, you can't release something that you haven't played They've Just never Steve played Hudson it live? Nuh-uh. I mean, I'm maybe somewhere, but no, not like on a tour. Like if you were to go to setlist.com or something, you wouldn't find All right. it. All yeah. right. Just wondering. Okay, cool. That yeah. sucks. That's why, anyway. Steve. Hey, you know what? Let me ask you a question now. I'm going to ask you one. Please. Is there such thing as a stupid question? You know how they say that? Like, like, there's no such thing as a stupid question. I tend to, I tend to differ. I beg to differ. Uh, I don't, I believe, I don't believe that there is a, a, uh, stupid question i don't believe there is so if you're sitting on the couch and you're watching tv someone mm-hmm. comes in like hey you watching tv that's not a stupid question uh no how come only because uh okay so if if we believed in any stupid question if someone was like back in the day hey the earth is flat and the other person was like what if it's round that would have been considered stupid like that's the dumbest question. I think it's round. Ra- Isn't it round? No, no, that's a dumb question. So it's just an obvious question then that they're asking. It's they're an, they're asking an obvious question, but it's not a. I'd rather them continue asking questions than to be like, well, that's a dumb question. They're like, okay, well then I'm not going to ask, and I'm just going to be one of those Facebook people that, hey, the Onion gave me an article and I believe it. Okay, fair enough. That's cool. Sorry again, I didn't want to take it into Seinfeld territory. No, 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 not at all, not at all. No, I I totally get it, but it's like. I would rather someone, like, if someone walked up to me and be like, hey, are black people's IQs lower than most people? I would rather them ask me than to be running with that. I could be like, no, and let me show you the science. And also, let me show you the science behind the IQ test anyway and how it has a European bent and all that stuff. I don't think that would be your answer if someone asked you that question. Oh, I totally would. Because the fact that I've, I've been asked more harsh questions, it's only when people state a fact is when I get upset. When they state something as fact, then I'm just like, you. Are you saying that you never speak non-facts? Oh, no, no, no. I totally speak non-facts. Like, not speak. Like, if I'm joking around, but if I, if I, the only way that I will speak something that's not a fact is if the, if the the facts have changed. Like, you know, recently, it was like, hey, that plane Literally, there was a mechanical issue and it fell out of the sky. I am stating that as a fact because as the news that I've heard, that's the truth. But the news changed. It was like, no, this is what I'd be like, oh, oh, well, that's unfortunate. You know, that news changed. I'm really sorry I asked that question. (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't know. I grayed out. I don't know. You're like, what? I I was looking at my fingernails and shit. Cut my fingernails when you were talking. <laughs> Did you? Do you cut your fingernails? Yeah. Uh, do you get part, a see, manicure? Again. Do you get a manicure? That's it. No, 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 no. But that first oh, one is that not a stupid question? It's not, not at all. No, some it's, people, it's a some people question. bite I'm just their. Kidding. Some people bite their fingernails. No, it's not a stupid question. No, I don't bite my fingernails. I, you know what? Oh. That's not true. I have bit my fingernail like to fix something. Like, oh, look at that little thing. Let me get that. But I don't bite my fingernails as like the exclusive way I trim my fingernails. I've seen that very. I used to bite my fingernails. I knew a girl that did that. She would bite them down to like, like it looked like it hurt. 
Yeah, I see the blood and stuff. Yeah, well, that's that's not. And then right. how the skin folds over it. Yes, after that's a while. The, that was the characteristic. The skin folded over. It's pretty freaking gross, dude. It's nasty. All right. Yeah, I need to start getting manicures. But anyway, go on. You're gonna get a manicure. Don't get. Oh, for manicure. sure. I used to get a mani- manicure and a pedicure. Oh. Dude, you can't be walking around here with gross feet, G. You're a guy, man. Bruh. You don't even have gross feet, but pedicure. You can't have gross feet. G, do you have gross feet, homie? Being real. Probably. Yeah, you can't have <laughs> I think all feet that. are fucking gross. Yeah, you're, no, you can't have gross feet walking around here, G. But no. you don't wear sandals either, so. No, my that. feet aren't gross, but I mean. Are you sure about that, homie? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're tender. They're right. tender as a baby's ass, man. Oh, wow. It's true. Oh, wow. You know what you do? <laughs> anyway, let's move on. I'm a tender foot, man. You have good skin. I don't be wearing sandals and shit like that. Hey, you want to see my toes? No. Fuck off. You don't wear sandals? Do you? At the beach, do you? Oh, I mean, yeah, when appropriate. But I'm when not is, just okay. walking around at the mall with some flip-flops on or some shit like that. So you don't, other than the beach. Let me tell you, you right now, that flip-flopping jeans bullshit's got to stop, gentlemen. Okay, I'm sorry. That's all. <laughs> Why is that again? It's just, I'm sorry, dude. It's just stop it. Just stop it. Why? Just put some damn shoes on. Just we don't want to see your your nasty feet and your flip flops hanging out of your jeans. We don't want that. But it, if they had pedicures, it would be nasty. Dude. <sighs> put your feet up. Anyway, go on. Put I don't believe feet. that at all. I, I one day we're gonna get into when it's appropriate to wear sandals, and when it's not. Anywhere yeah. off the beach is not right. Yeah, yeah. When when you're near water. Oh, Dan. Oh, so nowhere in Fresno can you wear? You wear sandals? sandals. What kind of sandals do you wear? I don't have sandals. Like sandal wearing mug, like. So then what I are you asking a question for? Then what? Because I would. I just didn't know Fresno was off limits to sandals. Who says it's off limits to sandals? Because you said it, if you're next to water, it's appropriate. It's me. My crazy mind. You asked that's me That's what I'm saying. In your opinion. That's what I was asking you. I was like. Yeah, but, so but, you but I'm say, asking you. So you're making oh, it I sound think, like you just found something out in your 42 years of life. You're saying you don't wear sandals around town? Um, I would say if if. For me, I don't mind it. I wouldn't do it only because of the germs you can acquire if you go into like a public restroom or something like that. So you don't wear sandals? I don't wear sandals, but I would wear sandals. If I was like going to the market and I had a pedicure, I would floss. Like, you know, floss, you know what I'm saying? Floss. Floss, baby. This is a disgusting conversation. Fuck, I don't need to know about you getting pedicures, G. Bruh, you need to start getting pedicures, huh? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm telling okay, you. All right. All right. So I'm when good. I'm showing you, when I, I pulled got no it, crust when I like... pumps or nothing, nothing like that. Nothing. No? You just mm. have perfect feet? Uh, perfect feet. What's that mean? You have nice feet. As in, if you, if you were walking and, and, and like if you were in your house and a, a visitor came over, would they make a comment? I was like, hey, you have nice feet. Now get the fuck out of my house is what I'd say. Wow, that's, no. that's harsh, Dan. <laughs> I know. That's why no one comes over. They're always complimenting my feet, and I get offended. Yeah, well, we don't get invited, but anyway, go on. Yeah, whatever. This is 2020, and we all know you're bullshitting. So let's move that's along, Hudson. All right, go on. Why do you do this to me, man? All the time. With your little cute pooches. See, at least I know, at least you know what, what's in my house. I couldn't even tell you where, you know, I couldn't even tell you the layout of your house. That's not true. You've been in my house twice. Once. Three times, maybe. Yes. So, <laughs> let's go ahead and continue on, man. This has been a weird, I'm in a weird mood. I am. I'm in a weird, an odd Yeah, apparently mood you don't like pedicures. What's going on with you? I'm a guy. I don't know. 
Oh, man. Is he a man's man? The fuck are you, Joe Jonas or something? That's a terrible name. I just realized that when you said it. Hi, I'm Steve Hudson. I get pedicures. Sounds like he has a stutter. What are you, Joe Jonas? <laughs> That's a terrible name. You Joe <laughs> I didn't realize it until you said it. Kiki Lee, she stuttered. Joe Jonas. That's mean. Hey. <laughs> hey, <Go ahead>. wait. <laughs> what, what do you say? For anybody that just has a stutter, I'm sorry. That was jacked up. But you meant it, though. That's the thing. Take it's credit. It's a terrible name. Own what you said. I will. Just you saying. know you're totally right. Yeah, stop it. Here's a little secret, ladies and gentlemen. Just because you're offended doesn't necessarily make it wrong. Go on. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not going to even say anything about that. All right. You don't need to. It's just a yeah. statement. Just a hot Sounds take. Sounds very, very, very Reddit right now. Very Reddit? <laughs> what am I missing? Am I missing something? No, no, you're not. Go ahead. Uh, no, nothing, nothing. All right. <laughs> I'm really glad we sat down today, Steve, and got up early for this one. <laughs> All you darkies in your, in your movies. See? Hey, look. Hey, look. See? Just you're, because you're the one's bringing up race, Steve. I'm not bringing up race. You're right. You got but race hey, on the brain. I'm joking. I don't think you're joking. I'm don't saying. I'm hey, just, just saying, man. You're offended. Don't mean I'm wrong. I'm just. I'm not offended. Y'all niggers got to get see. Their own there it is again. <laughs> there it is again. Could be anything. I don't like that. I think the color of someone's house is that's, that's an ugly fucking color. That's offensive. Does not make it an incorrect statement. Totally right. You're That's all totally I'm saying. Right. But you yeah, got to take totally. it there. You always got to go. I didn't. I'm not saying anything. Hey, I feel you. I feel where you're coming from, man. Just because it offends you does not mean it's wrong. Shoot. I'm not saying Dan's it's always it. the case. Exactly. You tell him. Let him know, Dan. No, that's it. It's just a statement. Exactly. No. Shoot. I can't because. The snowflakes over here. See? None of this is coming out of my mouth. <laughs> this is the truth. I feel fucking confident in saying that. I'm just an asshole. I'm not like a racist. I'm, not, I'm just an asshole. That's all. Yeah. I just call it like I, I see it. I feel you, bro. Were you about to say you agree? That's what you were about no. to say. No, I was not. I think you were. Freaking snowflakes. Good Lord, huh? Getting offended over every daggone thing. Wow. Who made up snowflakes? That's the stupidest shit ever. Um, I am pretty sure I don't know. I hear it go both <laughs> ways with the, with the snowflakes thing. seen it and nor but normally when i see it on a certain side it's making fun of all the times another side has said it and all of a sudden it's just a weird it's a weird thing check this out steve magic go. trick ready you ready for this magic trick go abracadabra we are through talking about politics ladies and gentlemen we're gonna talk movies you guys ready to do this I didn't know we were talking politics or whatever. <laughs> what were we talking? <laughs> social, social issues. What is that? Uh, I didn't. I thought it was just, I don't know. I didn't know we were in, in politics then. Okay. I mean, you said snowflakes. I, I liken that to like, you know, politics. liberals and, 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 uh, and conservatives and such. Okay. Is that not a fair thing? to No, like, I get, to, uh, I get where you, now I, I see where you were going with that. Yeah. Now I get it. Okay. That's, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. We're all done with that stuff. Let's just talk about some fun cool. shit. Let's do it. Ready? All right, let's do yeah. this, man. Hey, movies, ladies and gentlemen. You want to talk about movies? Because I certainly do. Let me go ahead and do this. Steve, 
Now, I'm going to talk about some movies, but have you before we start, have, there, have you watched anything? Is there anything that you want to talk about before we get going? There is only one thing I want to hear you talk about, and I will just wait for that. Only one thing. You're just waiting, so you're just going to allow me to do all oh, this, and you're not going wait. to talk? Is that what you're saying? Oh, dude. Okay, before we start, people, yeah, what, he's, what he did, ladies and gentlemen, is astronomical. What he put himself through is astronomical. Go on, then. Yeah, it's called episode 94. <laughs> Boy, you're a. Dan is on one today. I am on a sick one. All right, let me do this. So the other night, I went to the movies. I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? Because I had three days off. I worked six days straight, and I took three days off, which was way too much time when you work six days straight. It's weird, at least for me. I decided I'm going to go to the movies, and not only am I going to go to the movie, the theater, the theater, the cinema, if you will, I am going to test my patience level. I'm going to see exactly how much I can take. So not a lot going on at the movies right now. Some of you may know that. Well, then again, I go to the movies way too much, so I've pretty much seen everything. And I decided that uh, what was left on the, on the menu, if you will, is The Grudge and then this movie called Cats. And uh, so I said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do a double feature and see if I can get through this. And then the first question I asked myself, dude, was what do I see first? Do I see like, you know what I mean? Like if you're trying to get your head right for one movie into the next, which one do you do first? I opted to go the grudge first, thinking that it would kind of hype me up and then have me come into, you know, into a new movie in a good mood. That was my thought process. So let me talk about the grudge real quick. Let me tell you what it's about. If you if you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is a I think it is the is it the third or the fourth remake now. They've made several of these and they have several sequels too. First one being Juan, that was a Japanese film. I think it came out in what was it like 93 or something like that, Steve? Um, it had to be pretty freaking early. I don't remember. I just remember the grudge. I don't know why 93 is sticking out, but anyway, it came out a while ago and they've made several movies ever since. Okay, this one very Americanized. Uh, it happens here. And uh, it's after a young housewife murders her family in her own house, a single mother and young detective tries to investigate and solve the case. Later, she discovers the house is cursed by a vengeful ghost that dooms those who enter it with a violent death. Now she runs to save herself and her son from demonic spirits from the cursed house in her neighborhood. So it's kind of like a generic, just like a generic description, really. This is not a good movie, you guys. I'm just going to tell you straight up. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to really bash it. But it's not a good movie. And I think I have some solid reasons why. Um, it's really not because of the acting. But the thing is, it's it's like horror movie fine. You know, it's it's sort of, a, it's par for the course. It's You've seen this before. Watch any Conjuring movie. La Llorona, uh, Annabelle, anything like that. It's that caliber of acting. So to me, it seems like that's almost like a, uh, like a certain, like a specific genre in the horror franchise, in the horror genre. Like it's, it's its own subgenre is what I'm trying to say. Because all these movies kind of feel the same. You know, it's the, it's the, the weak jump scares, the, the predictability, mm -hmm. the lack of, it's almost like they're putting in PG-13 scares into a rated R movie. And mm -hmm. wouldn't, wouldn't you agree we see a lot of this now? It sucks, but yeah, I mean, jump scares are the horror movie now. It's really sad. I mean, I do appreciate a good jump scare, but I think that they're worth, they're thrown out so frequently now that they've just become watered down. I can predict them almost every single time now, and that doesn't make it fun. Even like anticipation when you know it's coming, you know of it's course. not going to be worth it, you know? It's just got that stale formula of every movie that you've seen recently. Um, I will say that the actors could be worse, uh, particularly Andrea Risenborough. She's Detective Muldoon. 
And uh, if you don't know who that is, she played Mandy in last year's Mandy with Nick Cage. She was pretty good. I actually, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, She's got like an inch. You know, she kind of looks like she looks like, uh, oh, damn it. The name just escaped me right now. It is um, Judy Greer is who I was thinking. It's just the name was. Oh, yeah. Out. I'm watching a show with her. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you'd said it recently too, Judy Greer. I love Judy Greer. Yeah, I like her too. She's good. Um, Andrea Risenborough, not so much is the thing. Okay. But she's not bad. That's the thing. I should, I should probably be a little bit nicer to because honestly, I think that the actors did everything that they could with this movie. But when you're given material that's just sort of bland, what do you, you, you can only soup it up so much. And yes. there's another guy named, uh, I think it's Damien Bashir. He plays a guy named Detective Goodman, which I think is really funny because he talks like this. He has a very... Uh, I love him. Yeah, you know what he, I'm In about. everything he is, he's good. Yeah, Detective Goodman. He talks like this. You know what's really weird about this movie is that the way that it's set up... <clears throat> I almost lost my mic there. The way that it's set up is um, Detective Muldoon, or again, Andrea Risenborough. She plays a widow, recent widow. And she moves to this new town because her husband dies of cancer. And they make it a point to say that he dies of cancer, right? But then they, the Detective um, Goodman... All he does is smoke right when you see him, like to the point where it's like, oh, you really want us to know that he's a chain smoker. It's ridiculous how much he's smoking. People smoke like this all the time, but it, it felt to me like like they were actually trying to show you, oh, OK, well, cancer smokes a lot. You know, I'm thinking that they're trying to make some kind of like, you know, connection here and it's going to come out in the movie. I don't know. The, the grudge demon detects his can't something, you know, but no, it's just really weird how they did this. Like they made, they made, and if you ever see this movie, pay attention to that. They actually make it seem like they're going somewhere with the smoking and it goes nowhere. It's really weird. Um, wow, I can't even breathe right now. <clears throat> Are you okay? I just can't breathe. I'm like, I'm like oh, okay. winded when I'm talking. Uh, like, like the original movie, it does unfold in like this non-chronological order. So you're actually getting four different stories with this movie and all of them are just, they're fine. They're, it's, this is just a, it's a fine movie. It's, it's not a, it's not a great movie. It's not a horrible movie. It's just kind of a bad movie, if that makes sense. But it's it's the thing is, is that it's it's a bad movie in the sense of these conjuring movies or anything. It's just you've you've been there before. You've seen this. There's nothing new yep. to offer. And that's all. But I will say one thing. You know who William Sadler is? I do not. Look him up. You'll know who I'm talking about. Right. So William Sadler plays another detective. Um, he's the his name's Detective Wilson. And he's the first detective that found the original killing. Because this is oh, all, this yeah, is all yeah, stemming yeah, yeah. from over a course of several years. I know who he is. Yeah. So he's been following this case the entire time, and he's, he's mm -hmm. become obsessed with it because he went into the house. And if you've seen The Grudge, you know that this thing can like latch onto you and whatnot. But he's mm -hmm. obsessed. Like He'll just find the people that live in the house currently will find him outside just staring at the house and whatever. That's his thing. And he ends up meeting this crazy fate. I'm going to tell you right now, Steve, we get the arse face makeup that we deserved from Preacher in this movie. Oh, like, cool. It is so good. The way that they do his mouth and the, like the little buckshot scatter on the face, the way he talks, everything, dude, like that. I could see why they didn't do it because I think it would have been too graphic considering even though they have like dangling buttholes and stuff on Preacher. I think to see yeah. to see Eugene like that all the time would be a little bit alarming because it looks very real. But that is the makeup we deserve, man. I, that was probably my favorite part of the movie, to be honest with you. It was like, oh, damn, sweet makeup. And also the ending was terrible. Like, you know, everything. OK. So, again, with going with the regular formula of a movie, we know that the antagonist is going to be lurking in the darkness. And then at the end, there's this grand build. There's like a build up. And then there's like the grand finale. And then usually the bad person or the demon or what have you is defeated. Right. And then at the end of the movie, we find, oh, but it's not right. You know what I'm talking about? That's what we get in this one. But it's really weird because it just happens so abruptly. And then there's no 
there's no music or anything. The movie just ends. Like something happens at this house. It just shows the outside of the house and there's no, it's just credits rolling. It's just silent. And it just didn't work. It was really, really kind of a weird movie. So it put me in this kind of funky mood. Like what did I just watch? Like I knew it was not going to be great, but what was this bullshit? So when I came out, I don't think that I was now in the mindset to watch another movie. But before I go, I will say one thing though. They do have some pretty cool, gruesome stuff in this one, some gore that, if they would have taken it out, it probably would have been like a PG-13 movie, but they went for the R, so I'll give them that. But I'm going to go ahead and give this movie two out of five chopped off fingers. So it's, it's, it's just a movie. Yeah, it's, yeah, there are much worse out there, especially last year. Slender Man, terrible movie. Uh, the Autopsy of Jane Doe, terrible movie. Stuff like that. So there's better movies that you... Oh, I'm sorry, there's worse movies you could be watching. But again, you know, I would wait for this one. I don't think you need to go see this one in the theater unless you're just like a grudge collector of sorts and you just want to see everything not. grudge yeah yeah stay home watch it on cable okay. you don't even need to stream this one and rent it or anything just wait till it comes out on cable you, i assure you you're not missing a thing so i come out of this movie and i'm like all right yeah i'm gonna go see cats i'm gonna go try and see cats right now so i went to the window and uh i said hey man yeah i need a, i need something for cats and Ooh. and he looked at me crazy too and i <laughs> i'm like yeah i lost a bet just kidding i didn't say that but i just uh I got my ticket, but it was taking this dude a long time. He was doing something. I don't know what it is. I'm sure you'll notice this too with people at the movie theater, like employees that work at the movie theater. They all seem like they've been drugged and they just move really oh, for sure. slow. I, it's really yeah. crazy. I don't know if they just have bad air in there or something, but they move incredibly slow. So this guy had me at the window for about five minutes. The movie, because we now have like 30 minutes of trailers, got me out a little bit later. So what I'm getting at is that when I walked into cats, I was, I had come to find out eventually that I was already seven minutes into the movie. So I'm walking into this movie and I have no idea what's going on. And you've seen the trailer. You know, it's just, it was just, I think what it is is that I was so, I think what's going on with cats is that it's become almost a meme at this point. And people, you know, the like social media has just kind of ran with this thing and turned it into the worst movie that's ever existed and all of that. So I went in with all of that in me. I lasted 15 minutes in this movie the first time. <laughs> I'll say that the first time. I lasted 15 minutes in the movie. I just couldn't get into it. I got up to the part, if you've seen this, where uh, with Rebel Wilson singing, and she fell down. I had a thing about her that she's just one of those comedians that just falls down to make her to get her laughs. That's what mm -hmm. she does. And she falls down three times in the same song. And I'm like, I, I, I'm just not in the mood anymore. So I left. Yep. I just left. I just couldn't do it, you know? Oh, you didn't finish this. No, no, no. I didn't finish it. And here's why. Because when I was walking into the movie, I already knew I was going to be late. And I noticed right across the, uh, the other theater, the adjacent theater, that Frozen 2 was playing. I'm like, I'm already here. This movie hasn't started yet. Fuck it. I'll just go in and see Frozen 2. Yeah. So, so anyway, I have no rating yet on Cats, right? So I go to see Frozen 2. I don't have a lot to say about this one, but I'll just give you the quick little rundown. Uh, having harnessed her ever-growing power, Steve, after lifting the dreadful curse of the eternal winter in Frozen 2013, the, be the beautiful conjurer of snow and ice, Queen Elsa, now rules the peaceful kingdom of Arendelle, enjoying a happy life with her sister, Princess Anna. However, a melodious voice that only Elsa can hear keeps her awake, inviting her to the mystical enchanted forest and blah, 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 blah. And that's what we have for a movie. This thing goes on forever. I didn't realize how long the, the uh, <laughs> description of this movie is. Like, it's like three paragraphs. So, um, yeah, I caught this one. And I have seen Frozen before. And I liked it. I think it was it was a fine movie. I, I don't normally go see those kind of movies. Like, you know, like when our kids were little. I don't know if you took Maj to see Disney movies, but I mean, that's when I took my kids to see these kind of movies, Toy Stories and oh, all that stuff. Oh, for sure. That's yeah. What, I, yeah, I knew I had to do my, my, I had to do my time. 
Right. I mean, it's not to say that Gail and I have never gone to see a movie on our own, like maybe Monsters, Inc. or something like that. But for the most part, I'm usually taking children to these movies. And uh, so this one, I just kind of went in. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take it for what it is and check it out. I mean, people are raving about it. It can't be really bad. So I'll just watch it. And um, yeah, I actually like this one. It, I, it's, I think it's mostly because I couldn't tolerate cats. And I just, it was just a nice change. But um, I enjoyed it just about as much as the other one. I will say, I think the songs are better. I think the animation is sick. Like whoever's doing the animation did some really incredible things with this movie where I think that it only really translates to a big screen, but really cool. Um, You know, I don't listen to like Disney kind of music or anything like that, but the music was just fine. There was this one song called Lost in the Woods where um, the, uh, the, I don't know, Christoph, I think is his name. He sings it. And it took this weird turn because now I know you won't go see this movie, but you know, you're watching a Disney movie and the Disney songs are playing out just the way they normally do. And then this turns into like a 1980s Peter Cetera video where like he'll be looking into the camera singing. It's this really cheesy song. And then like his profile will pop up next to him, like those pictures we used to take in school. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? It was, just, it was just very weird. Kind of took me out of it thing, but it's just a freaking Disney movie, so who cares? But uh, yeah, I think that the dynamics between Elsa and Anna are really good. Chris, your girl Kristen Bell, dude, can really, really sing. Like I, oh yeah, I've seen yeah. Frozen before, like I said, but for some reason, I really never paid attention to her voice that much. I think I was more stuck on. She can sing, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was stuck on Elsa because uh, she was rolling with "Let It Go" and all of that. And, I, and again, I didn't really pay that much attention to the songs. But dude, she can sing her ass off. I got to give her that. She was really, really good in this movie. And this movie's more like a, it's like more centered on Anna versus Elsa. It's just one of those mm-hmm. things where, you know, it's back and forth, but it's cool. Um, Olaf, the snowman, you know who I'm talking about? He was kind of yeah. like the baby Yoda of 2013. You know, he, he's fine. Josh Gad. It's just more of the same, folks, is what I'm saying. I, maybe I'm not the best person to give a review on something like this because I'm not a Disney head. Like, I don't go to Disney multiple times a year. I don't, I don't you know, take everything they're throwing at me. So, to me, it was just a fine movie. I'm just not the crazy of, of Disney fans, you know, but... I will say that it is one of the better movies to come out from Disney in the past couple of years that isn't like, you know, packaged into an existing franchise like Star Wars or the MCU or something like that. Great family movie. It's not perfect, but it is a nice way to spend a couple of hours. And if you have kids and they like that kind of thing, you have a little girl, take her to see the movie. It's good. I, I think that you'll enjoy yourself. So I'm going to give this one four out of five Earth Giants, Steve. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it was good. For a Disney movie, very good. So I went home and I was a little disappointed in myself. I'm like, you know what, man? I'm not a quitter. <laughs> I'm just not the kind of guy that, that should be quitting this kind of thing. So I decided that the next day I was going to go back and check out Cats again. So I went, I went ahead and uh, used my pass and got my ticket, went down to the local theater, the Broadway Fair. And now when I say Broadway Fair, you know that's a very, can be a rough theater sometimes, right? Yeah. I was feeling like Cats would be safe there. I just oh, feel like, sure, I, you know what I mean? So Walked into Cats, and, and the, I'll tell you this. The people that go in to see Cats, say for people like me that are there for morbid curiosity, they're into this because they like musicals. Uh, the musical's fine. It's not one of my favorite musicals, but, you know, it's fine. I never had any problem with it or anything like that. So now the movie starts, lights go out and everything, and now I'm like, all right, okay, at least I know what's going on. now. So I'm going to tell you about Cats. Uh, movie starts off. There's this stray cat, and she, she's a stray cat. She's not even a stray cat, actually. She just gets dropped off by this lady into this alley, and she meets all these cats that are called jellical cats. I have no idea what jellical cats are. But apparently, Steve, once a year, there's the jellical cat ball, my friend. And oh. uh, what that is, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just a facts are facts. Oh, my Lord. So what it is is that the, the head jellical cat will pick one cat 
to ascend. And really what they're doing is they're, uh, they're, they're just exiting this life to go to one of their next nine lives. That's, that's what the whole point of this is. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, I like that. That yeah, I did. It's, it's I, kind of that's cool really concept, clever. Actually. Yeah, you know? man. And like when you're watching it, that's the other thing. When I was watching it, I was like, okay, I'm not going to look at this as a, as a, like I've done this before. You know, I did it with the Elton John movie too. It's like, I just, I have to see this as a Broadway show. If I see anything else, or I try to make comparisons of what they've tried to do. Not that I've seen the play or the musical, but if I try to just say, oh, how are they turning this into a movie versus a Broadway? I'm going to get all fixated on it rather. And I'm just not going to like this movie. So I started watching it from that standpoint of like, I'm, I'm watching a Broadway movie. And I'll tell you, man, it's, it, I hate to say it. I hate to be the, I think people were kind of waiting to see what I was going to say about this one. Some people were, other people don't give a shit. It's not that bad. It's not as bad as everyone's saying it is. I was actually a little bit surprised that I didn't dislike it as much. Like once you get past the whole <laughs> Rebel Wilson thing, it's just a Broadway musical. The songs are okay. There's mad talent as far as dancing goes. Uh, you know, Jennifer Hudson singing. You can't really go wrong with something like that. It does look a little weird. Uh, Idris Elba just looks buck ass naked throughout the whole movie. A little disturbing. Oh, wow. I mean, uh, yeah, it's weird. Movie. Like everyone has like f- a lot of fur on. I think it's more because it's like fluffy fur. But Idris, his stuff's all like down. So it's, you know, they, they want to show off his physique. So he looks like he's naked in the movie. Um, but he does fine. Sings just a little bit. They all sing just a little bit. Uh, Jason Derulo's in it. Uh, not a fan. Are you a fan of I Jason know, Derulo? I know that dude. Yeah, I know that dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays a guy named the Rum Tum Tugger, Steve. The cat from Rum Tum Tugger. I mean, think we've all done a tugger on our tum every now and then, right, Steve? I don't know what you're talking about. Go on. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, cats. You know, it's it's fine, guys. I hate to disappoint you. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen. I'll be honest with you. It's just, uh, it's a musical. And I think that Cats has gotten to the point with social media where it's just become meme-like and people want to hate this movie because it looks weird. Now, I did wonder, I did think about you during this movie, though, because I know you have a problem with humanoid animals. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that might bother you a little bit because uh, Judy Dench, she looks crazy, dude. She looks like, uh, she kind of looks like the Cowardly Lion in The Wizard of Oz a little bit. And she's got the best makeup, I think. But it's, it is a little... It's a little disturbing, just a, tiny, yeah. just a tiny little bit. I yeah. imagine with you, you, would, you would take this. Yeah, yeah, you would not like this at all. Oh. I think you'd be uncomfortable the entire time. But I think, but I yeah. think the main people, yeah, I, I don't, go on, get, I mean, I want to hear your rating. I'll go ahead and rate it. Yeah, but I, like I was saying, it's, it's, I'm just telling you guys, it's really not as bad as everyone's making it out to be. I'm sure we all wanted it to be the worst movie we've ever seen. And I, you know, I, I, I walked out of it. And I know now that when I walked out of it, it was because I was lost. It wasn't because it was just the most terrible thing. I wasn't in the right mind frame, but. You're going to hear people talk this movie up like it is the worst thing they've ever seen. And I guarantee you there's much, much worse out there. There is one thing, though, that I will say, because I think that it is important to at least point out if I'm talking about, you know, like if I'm reviewing a movie, the CGI is pretty weak in this one. It's to the point where it's like it looks like they're using cheap green screens. It's like they're trying to do, you know, uh, like little dancing beetles and stuff while they're looking at them. And it just does not look right. It looks like you can see the screen where it cuts off and it's it's just cheap. So I think they put their money into the, the star power. And just getting the movie made versus like, you know, like going for the for the really expensive CGI. You can tell I think that's probably the weakest part of the movie. That said, cats. Uh, what am I going to give cats? I don't even know like what to rate it. I'll, oh, no, you know, I will. I'm going to go ahead and give cats. And this is based on a musical alone. I'll just give it a, a, a solid. I'll give it a solid two out of five uh, dancing Beatles. That's what I'm going with. So about as good as the grudge. Yeah, they're just different. They're just again, like like, I, and, you know, like it's fine. It wasn't as bad as I was expecting. I think I had myself so built up. 
thinking that it was going to be the worst movie I've ever seen that when I watched it, I'm like, that was pretty painless. I mean, it's, you have to at least be able to watch a musical. If you can't watch a musical, then it's going to be hell for you. But for me, I've seen a ton of them and it's not that big of a deal. Uh, okay. But yeah, no, it, it wasn't, it was not that bad, bro. I, I will tell you that. Okay. So yeah. So two out of five dancing Beatles. All right. Wow. I mean, I think the big thing about why cash was such a big deal is because they're like, from the beginning, they said, why are you guys doing this? Then they put a ton. Hundreds of millions of dollars into it. Why are you guys doing this? And then they got the people and they're like, we're going to do it as fur and CGI. They're like, why are you guys doing it? And then when they did it and it was bad, they're like, yes, it was bad. Because why are you doing this? It doesn't need to be done. That's why people are clowning it is because it was an, um, it's a classic musical that doesn't, they, that everyone and their mother knew would not transfer to the big screen. Yeah, it, it you're right. It did not need to be done. It did not. And so that's why people are like trashing and saying it's the worst movie because they're like, like we said, it's ridiculous to even do this. There are certain movies. I knew Les, Les Miserables could be transferred because it's a movie on stage. You know, you could be like, OK, now we're going to. But cats, they dress up as cats. I think they would have been better off just dressing people up as cats like in the original uh, play and just doing it like that. Don't do this weird I mean, either way, it was not going to be probably great because of the the spin they kind of put on it. Yeah. But either way, I mean, uh, I think if if I would say uh, a lot of people are probably if I paid money to see it, I would have thought it was probably worse than if I saw it for free. You know what? That's a really good point. You guys got to keep in mind that I use this Regal Pass constantly. Yeah. So it's even though, yes, I'm dropping money every month, it's only 20 bucks. And, and with the amount of movies you see, it does it does become, it starts to feel like it's free yeah. because it kind of so, is, you know? So yeah, this was just a couple hours of my time. It, it really didn't. I mean, it was like a five minute drive from my house. It really wasn't that big of a deal. So yeah, I could see that if you're, you know, especially if you're going at night, you're, you're dropping like 12 bucks to see this yeah. movie, taking the whole right. family. Yes. By the way, I there was this pissed. guy that was in front of me that completely shares the opposite opinion of what I just said. Like he was in hell and he had his family with him dude he just looked he looked so miserable i felt so bad for this guy he's the guy that i'm talking about probably that i don't you know obviously i don't know him but probably doesn't dig on musicals probably lost the you know maybe they put all the the movie choices into a hat and drew i, I know that's what we used to do as kids with my parents we just if we fought over a movie we put all the names into a hat and whoever got the drawing would win go to that see that movie he looks like he lost that drawing <laughs> so he was, yeah, he was not drunk. was not a good movie but yeah, so I, I mean, that's not bad. Two out of five. So it's like, if you if you if you want to see the if you're like I don't know whether to see the cat see cats or the grudge. Either one, you're gonna come out about the same. I think so, but I mean, okay. The only reason that I would ever see those two movies together is because I was intentionally going to do that for the purposes of this podcast. So I mean, I think you know what I mean. Like I think on a Saturday, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, if you had like two movies to pick from, and you picked them, I think that. Yeah, I think hmm. you'd just be like, okay, whatever. I mean, I think that it would goes be nice from, to be. it's fine to it's absolutely horrible. It just depends on how much hyperbole people want to put into their opinions. You know what I mean? Look at this dude, hyperbole over here. But yeah, that's it, man. That's <laughs> all. all. Right, cool. now, but, that was so, good. Yeah, it was good. But we talked about movies that were, they were decent. They were, you know, they were just, they were movies, basically. Like, in other words, we, I went in to watch a movie and they <laughs> hit play and then movie played and then it was it but something else happened bro we both saw a movie this week that i think we should talk about oh yeah. Oh, okay here's here's the thing 
I'm gonna need way more time to talk about this movie, Dan. What? Yeah, I'm gonna need way more time. Because it 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 uh I got really emotional afterwards. You know, the ending was pretty emotional. Yeah, you, so you, I would need I can't just be like, anyway, we saw Dolomite. I I couldn't do that right now because it really messed me up. Yeah, but we could talk. We could do a 10-minute talk on it. Come on. We started. Uh, I gotta leave in less than 10 minutes. Okay, we can do a five-minute talk on it real quick. Let's give us some 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 cheap thoughts. Uh, okay. Um, Dolomite is probably going to be uh, in my top five of all this, for the year. Um, it it uh, as a it's about Dolomite or Rudy Ray Moore, who played a character called Dolomite. Dolomite, which I heard of when I was little, that I couldn't listen to. Everyone was like, "You can't hear Dolomite or Rudy Ray Moore because it was just off." But I thought that they were in the same bag, him and Eddie Murphy. So I was like, well, if I can listen to Eddie Murphy and steal, I, I used to steal cassette tapes. So I'd steal Eddie Murphy's uh, and I, was, I just couldn't find Rudy Ray Moore's in San Luis Obispo. So um, I've heard of, I had heard of him, but I didn't know that this was his, his story. And his story for me is a person in the beginning, it sets up a situation where he's older. He's in his, his maybe forties and he thinks his time is like past and all of his friends are okay with where life is at. Which is fine. All the people that are okay with their life is that. They're, his friends are perfectly fine. They're like, hey, life is good, fine. We don't have to be whatever. But Rudy Ray Moore feels like he deserves better in yeah, life. He's not having it. He's not having it. They are, which again is not a crazy thing. They're living, they're eating, they have cars, they Roof have, over they the have head. Yeah, they're perfectly living, they're living fine. a life. And they don't, they don't put a shadow on them saying, look at these guys content. No, they're just like, Hey, look at these guys. They're perfectly fine. And they're joking him out, but they don't realize how much these jokes are hurting. And he's trying to do what he thinks is, uh, and uh, he's trying to do what he thinks will be funny. He's trying to write his own stuff, which is really cool. But he was one of the ones that realized maybe I'm not as funny as other people, which kind of led, you know, where you see ghostwriters now in comedy where there are people that punch up jokes now. You know, there's people that well-known comedians have people that they work with, Chris Rock included, that punch up their jokes. Heroes behind the scenes. Which is okay, which is perfectly fine. And so he goes, and uh, I'm not going to ruin the movie for you, but in a, in, in a way he, he kind of creates this character, but he doesn't really create the character. It's a, it's a combination of people he knows that kind of help him create this character. And even when he creates the character, he becomes popular but it's never like, it's never a, um, okay, I'm good. It was always a, what if we can do this? Well, you can't do that. And Rudy Ramore will be like, can't I now? Yeah. Well, let's make it happen. And it touched me in such a deep way as a creative where it's like, it's, it was like Rudy Raymore looking at me being like, the only person stopping you is you. Yep. If I, took, I, I did the same this feeling then, from it, man. because the thing is back then, Making a movie, they didn't have iPhones and online and where you could just make an independent movie and put it on the internet. You had to show it in a theater and have actual cameras that actually had film and actually shoot things. So he had an astronomical climb that he invested in and paid and got it done. And the most wonderful thing about it is he targeted a community. And that community wrapped their arms around them and said, we'll give you this money. We're going to go ahead and support this film. And the dope thing is uh, some other people were just like, 
we think there is a market for this. Let's go ahead and do this thing. It's just he didn't take no for an answer. And it's a story of what if you never took no? Yeah. So Ever. many doors slammed in your face and you don't let that stop you. You don't let it stop you. What happens? This is a great pairing. If you had a chance, watch Dolomite and then watch Ed Wood. Watch My Name is Dolomite and then watch Ed Wood and see what a person can do when no is not an option. When someone slams a door and you just keep on knocking on that door, when no one stops your dream, no one stops your vision, no matter what, it's your vision and the fact that the muse has put your vision in your, there's this theory where um, they said, what if Beethoven's or what if, what if Mozart's Requiem, what if he didn't write that? And the theory is, well, the muse would have just given it to someone else to write because it had to happen. Once it was in the, in the atmosphere, someone had to write it. If you have something you need to do, if you don't do it, someone will. So go out there and do it's just a wonderful movie. It's a fantastic movie. What do you have to say about Dolomite? Yeah, I'll make it quick because you did say some really good things and you're right. We should talk about this more. But since we started talking about it, I'm just going to be very, very vague about it. But I'll try and give you my quickest opinion. Uh, one of the most inspiring movies that I've seen this year, last year, I saw it, you know, it's from last year, but I saw it this year. Uh, so inspiring. It definitely tells you, man, don't let life kick you in the ass, man. If like if, if doors are being slammed, be hungry. And it's not always going to work for everyone. But if you have that dream and you do believe in yourself as like, as Steve puts it as a creative for someone like, like for people like us that make podcasts and we're trying to get listeners, it's very like super inspiring. I, I, I was moved by this. The ending of this movie, there's, it's just this one part where they've gone through everything and they almost didn't get to have their movie put out. And, and they do end up making this put out like they're still trying to be positive the whole time, including Rudy Ray Moore, who is Eddie Murphy trying to be positive. He's trying to keep his people positive. And there's this part where they're going to the premiere in this limo and they're all psyched up. And then they just all sort of realize at the same time that it could be a complete failure. And he snaps them out of it by giving them this kind of inspirational speech, you know, and how, you know, they should be proud of themselves because they, they made a movie, no matter what happens, they made a movie. It's their night. They should go and just have a good time and they should be proud of themselves. And, um, he has a talk with, uh, uh Oh God, what was her baby? Uh, what was her name? I forgot her name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, honey. Ah, I can't think of her name right now. But anyway, his there was this uh, his protege, basically, that he brought with him this whole time. Uh, heavy set woman, you know, and she told, she told him, she goes, I want to thank you for putting me in your movie because I don't see myself. I never see myself on screen like that. And it just means everything. You know, and this is someone who's been kind of like rolling with him the whole time. They're buddies. They, they play off of each other. But she got very emotional right there. It's a very emotional scene. I, I think they did such a good job with this movie. I think I know I was a little worried, man. I think I was kind of holding off on this one because I was afraid to see Eddie Murphy fail, even though I was hearing, Oh, he's back. He, he is freaking back. Like he, this is his best thing he's done. in I don't know how long. And Dude. the fact that he can still kill it that way. And he's just so convincing. There's touches of old school Eddie in there, you know, his, uh, but it's Eddie Murphy, like his big smiles or just, you know, certain tones that he's he takes. Playing and things his, like that. He, yeah, he's playing someone he looked up to. Yes. So he just dove into this yeah. so wonderfully. I don't know if that's his normal body or if he gained weight for the movie, but um, like he really dove into this movie, man. Dude. He, you know, he looks like Eddie Murphy, but he is Rudy Raymore. And if you guys, you know, I know Steve already kind of explained who he was, but if you don't really know anything about him, just like. 
it's funny because he was like a uh, as they like they call it like a black exploitation type movie. This movie, the Dolomite movies that would come out, particularly the one that we're talking about in this movie. And but the thing was is that when those movies were coming out, they were things like Shaft, where it was like a handsome, you know, badass kind of guy. And he was not this. Rudy Ray Moore was the exact opposite of this. He couldn't. He wanted to make a kung fu movie. He couldn't do kung fu. He couldn't even kick because he was so out of shape. All of these things. He said, screw it. I'm going to put these things in the movies anyway. And if it comes off funny, then at least we still win because now we're getting yes. laughs. Like he find, he found a way to find positivity in every single monkey wrench, whatever that was thrown into his plan. He was able to just find this positivity and he always, he never let anything stop him, even when he was down. And I just really didn't expect to get what I got out of this movie. I was thinking I was just going to watch this biopic about Rudy Ray Moore and starring Eddie Murphy. And Hey, there we go. We had some laughs. It's so much more than that, man. And I'm really kind of upset with myself that I didn't trust this movie enough to watch it sooner. That ha being said, I love this movie, man. I agree with you. I think this is one of my favorite movies of last year. I, I, I'm glad we watched it because now we have a, we've got a conversation for next week, you know? Oh, it's, it's a, what messed me up is there's a part of the end where it showed how he's not protecting his throne. He's like, someone has to do what I'm doing. And the only way that I can pass this on is to do something that no one did for me. And that's be an inspiration to another person. Oh. And so instead of doing something, instead of being like, I want to be the, he turns around. He's mm -hmm. like, they want Rudy Ray Moore. Yeah. They want Dolomite. Yeah. And so that I'm going to give him and Oh, that whole the kid, great. the kid. Oh, it was beautiful what he did for that. And so, and who knows if it happened, but what, what, what I do know is apparently this whole movie is in the spirit of him. They're like, yeah, everything that I'm showing you is something Dolomite would do. And it's just, again, it's a repetitive thing for you creatives out there. Even, you know, recently, um, you know, I saw, uh, you know, Steven wrote something. He's like, you know, I used to write a lot and it's just like, keep doing it, dude. Yeah. Just get writing again. Whatever is in your brain, whether we've said it a million times and just Dolomite is, I wish I just had a, um, if, I, if I made a file of inspirational movies where no is not an option, where it's like Ed Wood, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Again, it's like, uh, my name is Dolomite, where it's just like, I'm not going to let you, I remember there's a, there's a phrase in Ed Wood where he's like, uh, did you get my movie? Yes. What was it? Uh, what did you think? It was the worst movie of all time. And Edward just says, well, the next one will be better. T what happens if I just, if you just get that attitude where no one can get you down, not a person. Cause I'm not doing a person to do that, man. Dude, not you everyone have to can do that. It's easy to say. Exactly. Exactly. But those people make it like, even though they're like, Oh, he's the worst filmmaker ever, but they have an Ed Wood festival every year. I bet you when he passed away, he never thought that would happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, Rudy, Rudy Ray Moore didn't know that after he, you know, that now Eddie Murphy, one of the best comics of all time, arguably people would say he is the man, is making a movie based on your life, making a movie. <laughs> no one knows you're gonna, that that's going to happen, but if you just roll that ball, when you die, that ball keeps rolling. If you roll a creative ball, when you die, it keeps going. There's no stopping it. You release an album, when you die, that ball keeps rolling. You write, you die, 
the ball keeps rolling. Who knows if you're going to, um, I know like, uh, well, it's not originally Tupac, but he was in an interview and he's like, I may not spark a revolution, but all I want to do is spark the mind that sparks the revolution. Right. So you yeah. may not become whatever, but you might be the one who sparks the person who becomes the best writer of all time, the best singer of all time. They'll be like, you know who I used to listen to? That person. Yeah, no one really knows who he is, but yeah, I love that guy. Yeah. He was amazing. I, I got his album in, off of SoundCloud, and he just blew my mind. So yes, we have a lot more to talk about, unfortunately. But yes, uh, we can't get all of it now, but Dolomite, man. I will. Do you want to give the ratings now, or do you want to give the ratings when we come back to it? Uh, we can give the ratings now, and maybe we'll see where we are when we come back to it. The one more thing, I know you got to go, but one thing I wanted to say real quick is that that scene with the kid. What I really appreciated about that is that this whole time he is being told no. He's being told he can't do this and, and he's failing constantly. So when he finally gets this big moment of like, this is all mine, like I built this, you know, with my friends, we built this and we have this our moment in the sun or whatever. He doesn't let it get to him like he doesn't forget where he came from, even in that quick little instant where he should just be completely celebrating himself. He didn't forget where he came from and he went back and he talked to that kid. I'm not going to tell you what happens with the kid or anything, but it's, it's not, but it's a beautiful moment. Yeah. So um, this is, I hate to, this little sounds a little bit cliche, but I got to tell you the truth, man. This is one of the movies that I think I needed to see right now. You know what I mean? I needed to see a movie like this, oh, that, sure. that just made me feel, I don't know. I, I can't explain. I was not expecting to feel the way I do about this movie. I was just expecting it to be a regular movie. So oh, yeah. I, I can't recommend this one enough. You guys, it's fantastic. Um, what do you give it? I'm curious. Uh, again, uh, like I said, I agree with Dan. I wish I, I wish I would have met Dolomite when we created the podcast. So I'm like, hey, we only have 10 viewers and he loses his mind. You have 10 listeners? 10 people are li listening to your podcast? That's great. He'd be the one to do that. That's amazing, man. Yeah. That's awesome. And I'd be like, oh. What did, what yeah, they I guess him? it is kind of awesome. What did they tell him? Huh? They said something like, what did they tell him? Like, you're only getting to like five blocks in the city. He's yeah. like, yeah, but there's five blocks in every city. I thought that was That's a dope That's beautiful. Line. Yeah. And then how he's in the car and he's just like, if two people come today, if five people come, we made a freaking movie. Yeah. That's yeah. But anyway, I'm going to give it five out of five. It I was, had... there was not a piece that I'm, even Wesley Snipes. He was amazing. <laughs> we you know? didn't even talk about he's Wesley. He's back, yeah. but we will talk about Wesley. It, it was just amazing. Five out of five. I will definitely be watching it again because I watch like Edward all the time. And this is going to be right in that, right in that pantheon where I just like, I need an uplifting thing, and this is going to be the thing that does it. That's beautiful, man. I myself am going to give this movie a five out of five too. It is. So, it was. It was fantastic. I don't give a lot of five out of fives, y'all. And this was definitely really worth it. No, I really don't. I, I'm. Uh, I'm not generous with them. I give yeah. a lot of fours, not a lot of fives. And this one is definitely a five. So I'm so glad that it's cool that we watched it and we didn't even know that we were going to watch it. It just happened that way. Oh, dude, I didn't think I pushed play. Not really. I was like, I don't even know who this guy is. I pushed play. And uh, uh, even uh, Rebecca online was just like, it was amazing. And I was like, oh, so I'm late to the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm late. to. But anyway, yes. Uh, love Dolomite. Uh, unfortunately, I got to get out of here. But the next voice you're going to be hearing. I love you guys. is going to be Dan the man. Dan, we actually did a pretty. Love it. People, I love you. Go out on that song. A, do not ever in your life let someone's no in your creative space stop you from doing something. 
Because there's going to be a million no's, but all you need is that one yes. And the yes may come by your, from your friend, from your mom, from your buddy, from us. We're giving you a yes. Go do it. I love y'all. Peace. And I love you too, you guys. I figured we'd go out with this one because this was such an inspirational movie. What else, what else do I have to say, really? Honestly, I've already said it all. Thank you guys for listening to episode 94 of Heroes of Noise. We're going to be back next week with the second annual Noisies. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. I know I'm going to. I'm going to go see a Kevin Smith Q&A. I've got Tool next week. I'm going to have things to talk about, and we will talk about it next week. My name is Dan Ramirez. That is Steve Hudson. People, be good to yourself. Be good to the people around you. Peace. Here I'm marching down.